Hello and welcome to the news, Al Bradford. Welcome to your back studio. Uh, how are things, mate? You're doing well. You got your Coke Zero, no sugar, mate. You've you've had seven of them. It's it's still early. What's the earliest you've ever had a Coke, no sugar? Oh, I reckon be- before seven a.m. I've seen you crack one before seven. I was going to say before the live stream, I've had a couple sometimes. If I've run out of coffee beans or something, I've I need some caffeine or I need. You to like be the bubbles up. in the morning? I do fizz me up in the morning, especially when I'm around you, because you can make me a little bit sleepy sometimes. So I need that little extra bit of pep in your step. You need from the coke. I need, I need something, you know, something in the bloodstream to get me going. But uh, how was your long weekend? What did I do? I just, I honestly, I just, what did I do? I went to the footy. I went to Brisbane Hawthorne and we lost. So were you embarrassed to be a Brisbane supporter? Hawthorne played really well. Like I love my lines, and I feel like we're going all right. But there's a few good teams at the moment. But uh, Hawthorne just played really well, and obviously. Sam Mitchell, I feel like he's a gun coach. I mean, you know, but so it must be annoying though because they don't, you know, they're not local. You know, Brisbane. You don't live in Brisbane. You don't get to. I don't go, really go to many games. You don't get to watch the yeah. boys play very often. You have to go down there and see them get their pants pulled down, have their bottom little smacked by Hawthorne. No, I watched. A, I went to the finals uh, last year thanks to our good friend Shane Cleary of hooking us up with tickets, but. Went and saw. Obviously, we lost to Geelong, but uh, saw the win against Melbourne at the G. So that was sick, especially. Everyone on the Melbourne bandwagon, everyone thinking they're, they're really back good. Back. So that was good. Um, but, yeah, whatever. I just had a good one. Caught a, I went with Dad and then went to the casino, 170 bucks on the, um, on the you know, the roulette, but it's like the computer, computer one. Way yeah. better. I don't want to be around people when I'm betting the dollar little bets. And I had my numbers and I was in a bit of form. Uh, if you walked out with cash, you've done well. As long as you yeah, – if you break out even, I think that's a really good night. So I was, I was stoked. So uh, Did it make up – winning 70 bucks, did it make it up for the fact that you watched Brisbane lose? Well, I actually won 130 on the footy at that same day as well. So I was like – I, mean, I was happy that the multi got up. Yeah. So You're not really a true supporter then. This is like, no, no, no. I'm happy like, for me. But home and away season, whatever. And honestly, the Hawks played well. I, I was like, fuck, they're, they're pretty good. So, so whatever. What's your weekend? Do? You watch some sport? I just watch sport. Some family time? Uh, a bit the same. I actually – I actually had food poisoning. So we put, everyone was laughing how many dimmies could you eat on the Friday. Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously too many, yeah. and I won't be having that many again. Or go, eating there again? I don't think I could eat there again, yeah. Is I like the food, but it was vi- violent. It was violent food And you poisoning. said it was worse than the Bali Belly. It was like Bali Belly. It was 24 hours of, of Bali Belly from the Dim Sims. And yeah. I love Dim Sims, and it, it really it – That's brutal. why I'm So Saturday, off. Sunday, I was, I was, to be honest, I was fucked. I had no energy. I was just – Dim felt, Sims. Felt like I was dead. And you love, like, even going to South Melbourne, you you get the South Melbourne Dim Sims whenever we're there on a Wednesday seeing Chris, and that's one of your favourite things, isn't it, eating the big fat Dim Sim with and I lots feel like of, like, I mystery eat, Yeah, and I eat so many of them, I feel like I don't usually get sick. What's in a, what's in a Dim Sim? That's the floor big meat. question. Floor meat. So yeah, that's scraps. why you feel a bit sick, because it's, like, just no, whatever it was undercooked. I reckon it was undercooked, and I, had, I really paid for it. What was it, you reckon, the pork gyozas? Yeah. And you reckon they were undercooked? I reckon they are undercooked. There's, there's stuffing on the inside. Stuff on the inside, yeah. Did you look at it and it was one a bit of them white. was a bit pink. And you just said, "I'll eat it." Oh, anyway. I just like sometimes it, you just got to risk it for the biscuit. But and and you I won't did, do that again. I won't do that again. It was one of those ones like long weekend. I was really looking forward. I had no real plans. I was going to do some stuff, and yeah, it's crazy. Like feel way feel hundred percent now. But yeah. two days, I was and you you love carrying on a little bit, so nah, it's not you on, like you're someone to get the man flu a little it's bit. It's not so the man flu. There's a lot of exaggeration in your household whenever there's a little bug. I true. feel like Emma and Matilda would just be running around for you. No, is that is that the case or not? Oh, I'm sorry that some of us weren't just sitting at home watching some things. Still got a parent while I'm feeling <laughs> sick too. You know what I mean? You and please. Soon you post the photo of you and Winston snuggled up on the on the yeah. couch. Yeah, that's cute, wasn't it? He's my son. I know. You know what I mean? I know. But hey, you're a carry onerer. 
That's that's the moral of the story. Oh, moral yeah, of the you, story. you threw up once a little bit, or you or you just had a little bit come up the throat, and then you were yeah, you were down yeah. for two days. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Huh? Yeah, oh, that's true. I forgot. Forgot. Did we have some guests this week or what? We did. Uh, Briar Mackey dropped her, her episode on, on Monday and uh, she was probably one of the nicest people we've met in a long time. And you don't get to say that all the time and this is not, I feel like... Glowing. She was glowing. But also like it's a wholesome episode. Like she was playing around with recipes, got in sort of this different stuff and then now like really interested in doing... I feel like this is just... a. It's crazy. I love meeting people like this who have gone on to do different things and have just had a crack, taken a chance, taken an opportunity and... And seeing where it's taken them, and and this is, I uh, I don't know, I felt really energized, but also from like a felt positive. Yeah, oat milk goodness, and the story's unreal. You're gonna love it. First ever podcast you've ever done. I couldn't believe it, but uh, spoke really well. If you've seen the Oh My God on the on the cartons in Woolies, uh, that's their shit. So they've also do some chicken and bone broth, uh, chicken and bone, chicken and beef bone broth, um, some sauces and all that good stuff at Undivided Food Co. Too. So. Uh, awesome guest, and we backed it up uh, with a live with another guest, uh, Pete Seabing Glinsky uh, from Seabing, founder, CEO, co-founder, CEO. Just it's always good seeing him, isn't he? Yeah, he's 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 still a bit of a tripper, and I love that he he's up early. He's had his coffee. He's rattling off some stats, and yeah. we were shocked to hear about. I uh, hear <laughs> all things ocean health, all yeah. things ocean health, but just the data about like what brands are the worst polluters based on what ends up. See, I think that's from like. It's popular, and I'm and in my head when he was talking about that. I'm like, scumbags eat Smith's chips, and they're just throwing it into the water. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But like, Coca Cola was actually quite good, wasn't it? He was saying, yeah, but stats. still, it's in there. Still fucked up. But Kit Kats, Kit Kats. I've seen you with a few bags of Smith's chips. Yeah, we were talking about greenwashing, which is our yeah, greenwashing. But like, he's also Seabin are also in, right in the middle of doing uh, their raise on Birchall. So if you followed along with Funny Business and you've seen that we did the event with Pete back uh, last year, Business for Good. Um, we also had him on the pod back in 2020. So following along his journey and seeing what the, the team at Seabin have been able to, able to achieve is pretty incredible. And if uh, cleaning out the oceans and being involved in a positive impact on the world is something that you're interested in investing in and getting to buy and to support, um, go and check out. I think Locke will have all the details for Birchall's um, or to find Seabin's raise on Birchall in our show notes. Correct. Yeah. yeah, you can just go on Sabin's website, which we'll put it on. And it's oh, all easy. That's, a, that's yeah. as easy as that, then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just super easy. But uh, hey, always good. This and, week, yeah. And what we've been doing this first mate, first mate, start mate, wow, first wow, wow. Program hey, now. Since you shaved your head, you don't care for words anymore. It's all action, isn't it? All You're action. Just a bit of a action, grunt Jackson. Man, no. <laughs> start mate, first believers program. We're we're into the pointy end now. We're the first first half uh, was very very theory heavy. Which is what you like. You like digging. Well, I like learning and, and, and seeing people come in. A lot of guest speakers, and for people who don't know what Startmate is, it's a I pretty much say it's an ecosystem for startups here in Australia and New Zealand, and they run a bunch of programs. So if you're interested in investing, or if you're interested in getting your business funded, if you're interested in getting a job in the booming tech space and whatever, not as much booming as it was. Well, we've but got we've got a big news article, article that comes today, up yeah. after it. But again, they're probably some of the leading players, if not the leading player, doing doing amazing things and being involved and helping. We've met some cool people. Not That's only sure. the people who work there, but the people in our program and our cohort. Um, when we went up to Sydney for the Startmate Demo Day and met a bunch of people from the cohort, that was cool too. So, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to like, – well, how long do we have left? A couple of weeks. But, a few more um, weeks. Yeah, but we can stick around like a bad smell, like Simon Bray. I think you know, <laughs> was, he was like three years ago, and he's just hanging around. I feel like Bray, you, Bray. are you going to get your participation award? Are you expecting a ribbon? 
I'm like, expecting I'm, something. I was hoping a graduation day or something where my parents can come down and pretend that they're proud of me. But uh, pretend be good. that they're <laughs> proud of you. That'd be good. Uh, but I'm excited for the news this week because you've actually uh, you've got me onto some things. And like I used to not give you shit, but we used to have discussions about um, aliens and UFOs. And and, and you said that. no. You were like, I no, don't think I just, they're green. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think they're whatever. That, I don't think that they look like they do in the movies. Oh, let's get to the alien article next, and we'll we'll keep on the we'll keep on the investor. Uh, finance topic first and can we hold the funny oh, interesting I thought you'd just last? like adapt and just maybe we'll just go in the UFO direction nah, and go back because uh, that's just boring to finish it okay. you go hey we're going to talk about aliens for a while and then we'll just wrap it up yeah, on okay. we'll go back to the boring stuff okay so th- you're calling this next article boring it's not boring you it's just, just said that though yeah, for you it is <laughs> alright all right, this one comes this from. This is the, clearly not boring. This, this one comes from uh, the AFR. Mark Di Stefano. Uh, this one's called "That Money Is Gone." International growth VCs abandon Australia. One of the heavyweights of the Silicon Valley debt ecosystem has warned that international growth venture firms have all but abandoned Australia, with growth funding for startups falling to a trickle. The Australian managing director for Partners for Growth said the likes of Tiger Global Management and SoftBank have been staging an epic retreat in tech investing, bringing an end to frothy era of free money. It has left many later stage startups with few options but to slash costs or turn to debt. There was never a lot of late stage capital for tech companies here, but now it's really, really minimal, I would say. Jason Jorgatos told the, uh, the AFR, the international guys that were coming down here, the tigers of the world and others, the money is gone. So if I go back to... Um, let me just... <laughs> scroll down a little bit deal free startups across australia tech scene has been grappling with the change funding environments for the last 12, 12 months rising interest rates in the face of hot inflation have led us uh, to a sudden rethink among vc firms and investors about what startups to continue funding but the most pain has been felt by later stage startups particularly those that last raised funding during the height of the pandemic before interest rates began rising and the ipo market was effectively shut Australian data collected by Cut-Through Ventures shows funding has slowed sharply for startups seeking larger checks following the sugar high of the pandemic. Deals of, uh, between sizes 20 and 50 mil are down more than 50% than the quarterly average from 2020 to 2021. For me, this is just like, we're talking about, we've learned all this stuff in Startmate First Believers and seeing how hard it is for people to grow businesses and it's like, it's a little bit sad. You know, like the money's still there. It's just like, it's just when the, when it's all, Chris Wilson said it the other day on the pod, the access to private capital markets are currently broken and the accessibility for people to get in on these deals and the pathways that were originally created, it means that this is now harder for Aussies to crack it on the big time. You know? That's yeah. It. Well, I, every time I think of that shit, I kind of think of like, what does Australia have that other people don't? And that's kind of where the money will still stay, I think. Like, you know, like in terms of land and shit like that and population, we've got lots of land, abundance of land really compared to lots of other countries. So I think startups and people who think in those sort of spaces, agriculture, climate, all that shit, I feel like are important because... We've got some land. We've got some land. I just think you've got to look at the resources, you know? Come on, let's think about it, Rob. I just the, The comments and commentary around this sort of stuff and people are saying it's like, Shit businesses aren't going to get funded now. It's a lot harder to make anything happen. All that fluffy, hypey sort of stuff, it's gone, really. Less free swings. Less free swings, yeah, that's a good way to put it. And you've even seen uh, activity on, on platforms like LinkedIn being down a little For bit. For sure. Not many people want to consume 
all this fluffy sort of stuff anymore. I think the tolerance has gone down for that. Well, especially you know? when people are being made redundant. Like jo- Good people. Job yeah. cuts at, at larger companies if they, they can't make it to IPO stages. Like, how many people do we know now in the funny business community that we've seen have been impacted by tech cuts and job cuts? And I'm blown away. One of the things I find really interesting about all this is how many people that are – the difference between people who are – like, they can't – be made redundant so like people who are in jobs at different companies being paid x right mm-hmm. and then you got guns who are out of work that can't get a job it makes me just think like it's harsh because then it's like all the then the th- thought process for me would be if i was running these companies like why am i hiring this person when i could have that person mm. and they're gonna take a discount mm. you know what i mean yeah yeah it's like the rba the governor come out and said you guys just need to work work harder for less and work more hours yeah that's a, it's a hard, it's not that inspirational, is it? <laughs> nah, nah. But it's I, cool though. We, I, we always say, you know, you look back at the times though, and our parents like that generation a little bit different. But there's always been like big things to to deal with, and like through all this bad shit, I feel like it's an opportunity for new stuff to grow. And I don't want to sound like fucking Buddha or Gandhi or any of those those people, but. I don't know. Instead of dwelling on all this sad shit, I'm over dwelling and thinking about like, like if people talking about interest rates and like, yeah, like, yes, that's all happening, but you've got to fucking move forward. I can't move forward if I'm still thinking about all the fucked up stuff. I need to think about positive ways to get out of the mud and sort of not waste time. Cause I felt like that was our superpower with the pandemic when, when that sort of hit and we were like, where do we channel all this energy? Like we were looking and we were seeing what's happening all around the world before it sort of happened here. Me and you were very all over it and we've been scrapping for fucking three, three years, four years, five, pretty much our whole life, let's be real. Scrapping. Huh? So so it's like for us this feels like our, a normal game for us but I feel like it's a, a shock for maybe a lot of people who were had their certain career path and it's no fault of their own. They were just – that's what they've done and now they're just like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like I don't know how to deal with it. I feel like – you got to be really strong at times like these and you've got to have good people around you. Like, we're lucky that we do this shit together because if we were just doing shit solo, oh, you'd think you're insane, yeah, for wouldn't sure. you? Like, it's bit. good to bounce. You need people around you to mate, tell you that you're not insane and, like, you are good and you're not a piece of shit, you know? Hey, we're well, talking about being insane. This one comes from CNN. Uh, Vegas police respond to a report of a 10-foot creature in yard after green flash across the sky. Las Vegas Metro Police released body camera footage showing a mysterious object in the sky a, fa- a family later reported that they had a non-human visitor in their backyard. I've been, I've covered aliens. I've talked about ancient aliens. I've talked about a lot of different topics here, and you've always had that smug-looking face on the other side of the microphone that I want to give a bit of a slap to. Sometimes, no, I'm and devil's advocate, you know, because you're very, you believe anything. Have you seen the footage? Have you, yeah. have you read? Have you? I haven't seen the footage. No, I haven't seen the footage. The, but uh, but there very, are very grainy. Saying, it's very grainy footage again. And I'm just saying, how can like, they never get a clear there's, shot? There's a lot of deep fakes and shit out there too. And it's funny, like you can see like a close up of the moon and shit, but you can't. It's like bank um, videos and stuff. You seen them? Oh, I've been reading it's like two pixels. Like, how do you? A lot of the commentary on Twitter on on if you read the threads, like, is this actually aliens or is this like another one of the like the psyops um, yeah. things that the same as like when drones. Like, Drones, drones the, yeah. the, the water balloons flying over yeah, unidentified yeah, yeah. Of, over you America. You can just throw shit like, in the air and just say, hey, that's Right at the same time thing. as in America announcing more funding for the war in Ukraine. It's like, yeah. There's a it's lot convenient of now to media like aliens, distractions, it? yeah. It's convenient to like aliens now, isn't it? A little bit. To dig it, into it a bit more so they can fund all this stuff. And, and they get the clicks. It's huh? just, so I, I don't know. I wish it was real. Yeah. I wish it was real. I think something happened there. 
But whether it was a stage something or not, who knows? Imagine being an alien and the first contact they have is with you. I'd be and they go, that's I'd the first s- human we meet, Robbie. Hey, man. I know you would on? be, but I don't think they would. They'd be like, I thought they were more intelligent. Than no, they go, this is, this is peak human performance, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I like his shaved head. I like, yeah, Do you sometimes think like aliens are looking down on us now, like actually observing what we're talking about now? Maybe even understanding what we're talking about. I think about. we're going through such a period of technology technological innovation and like the ability to do things is becoming a lot easier like going yeah. to space and do it like it's just regular yeah. so ai ai yeah ai all that oh, stuff so if we if change. they are real and they're flying around just looking at us and they're only just like they're visiting all the time mm. i don't think you can hide that info for no. much longer because people are going to be able to like if i'm catching a regular yeah. plane like i do like get the v-line yeah. i'm getting the v-line to the moon yeah i'm going past a ufo i'm gonna they can't pretend like it's not real if i can see it well, I just think we're going to have enough to worry about with like AI robots and things on Earth where it's like they might as well be alien. They're going to be space trains. They're going to be pretty much as, as intelligent as us, if not more intelligent. And we talk about life and stuff and what is life, but it's just consciousness. If they can make better decisions and algorithms in their head because they're programmed to, well, we're kind of fucked, aren't we? Like it's going to be a weird, weird time. The next. 10 years. I reckon AI... It's pretty yucky, isn't it? It is going to be... Like, the deep Facial fake videos... Facial recognition, the deep d- fake... Deep what's fake real, videos, what's not... Like, have you seen all them, like... They've been around for a, a fair few... Maybe so a few now. years now, but now it is going to be, like... As soon as this is... This will be a sign. When our parents can figure out how to do all this stuff, yeah. that's when it's, like, super mainstream and, like, dangerous that's because... scary stuff, I reckon. Yeah. Oh, I've been thinking about that shit lots, actually. And, like, people are good and they're it. bad as well, you know? I don't want it. It's a bit too much, isn't it? And le- it's not going to be handled responsibly. Let's be honest. We're humans. There's going to be a few bad. Everyone's bad in their own way. But I mean, I don't. Tr- I don't trust everyone with that's this shit. They, that's you know, a lot of people cutting stuff too, though. You know. Well, AI. Imagine all the hacking and stuff. Now, what people are going to be really tools. interested in now is fucking security, data security, and how to prevent people from hacking into your stuff. So, if AI can do fake voices from your bank and hit you up in the same text thread now, yeah. imagine what they can do in 5 years time. So, everyone will be stooge. So, I, I reckon they'll like, be like iRobot coming to your door pretending to be someone and then just hey, just did, punch a fuck out of you. Did you see that they wanted to um store cameras in people's homes now, the government and some people they put out a survey and some people like uh 25% of people were like, "Yeah, no, we'd we'd want that." Why would you want yeah, that? Yeah, so people like in case something goes wrong that there's they're ready they can surveil you. But I'm all good, thanks. But something that, goes wrong. Surprising things in the it was on redacted actually, and people they were talking it. about the um, surveys. And guess would you guess they were older people or younger people who younger wanted people? That, yeah, younger people wanted cameras in there. Voted more yes for that. I don't know what day it is. It's pretty. Hey, crazy. don't give away your security and privacy, guys. It's pretty nuts, though, isn't it? I feel like ev- like that's what I've been learning lately, and we've got a guest coming up who's who said yes in the next couple of weeks. Who's I've been down this like track over the last few days, and I was like, this is the person who we need to speak to, and he's hit me back and. He's coming on the pod, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be a banging episode already. I can just feel it. But, um, yeah, thanks for listening. If you want to do us a favour, if you love the podcast, leave us a review. We love it. We've actually gone from 4.8 to 4.9 now, so that's a good so – since we've started saying it at the end of pod, so. Out of out of five? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, no, there's, oh, I think there's almost 100 now, so. No, that's out of five. 4.9 huh? out of five. 4.9 out of 5. Not out of 10, no. Not out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah out, of 50. 50%, yeah, out of 50. Out of 50. Yeah. No, we're going all right, but uh, yeah, we can always right. do better. <laughs>